0: half shot or a shot of grenadine in depending on how sweet you want it, and then you top it off with orange juice. Nice. yeah. <clears throat> Andrew. Howdy, howdy. What up? Hanging in
1: there. Todd was just showing me his Corona sunrise. <laughs> yep. Interesting.
0: Cheap and easy cocktail that you can make.
2: <clears throat> Does it have actual like other alcohol in it besides Corona? Are you putting in like tequila or something else? Or? Yeah, there's
0: a shot of tequila. So what you do, I'll say it again. So what you do is you take the bottle, one of the normal size bottles, you drink it down to the label. Mm-hmm. You put a shot of tequila in, you put a shot or a half a shot of grenadine in, depending on how sweet you want it. Mm-hmm. And then you uh, fill it to the top with orange juice. And then it kind of just does this whole like layered cool cool color thing.
2: Nice. Grenadine, that's like the cherry liquid, right?
0: Uh no, it's I think pomegranate flavored.
2: Pomegranate, okay. <clears throat>
0: cool.
1: We had some good stuff yesterday. I mean we kind of ended up paying for it. Uh, but we uh, we were down in San Diego yesterday for uh my sister's wedding.
0: Yeah, congrats. Yay. Kevin, David. Uh, congrats uh, congrats finally. Journey?
1: Yeah, what's that? Did you say your sister? Yeah, yeah, my sister oh. Erica. Um nice. yeah, she I don't think you've ever well, you might have met at my wedding, long, long time ago. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. Her and uh, David finally tied the knot, and um, they kind of. W- I mean, it was just like the, like the quick uh, civil service type thing, because um, COVID reasons, and you know, it's yeah. So, uh, so we split off. Uh, Megan and I we split off with uh, my mom and my aunt. We went and did our own little celebration down at. Uh, Fancy place down by the water, San Diego staple called Bally High. Um, and they got some good, I mean, they've got good food in general there, good seafood. Um, Meg had
3: lobster
2: tacos, lob,
1: lobster tacos,
2: Ooh.
1: yeah, they had awesome salmon. Um, and my drink was called the zombie. I don't remember what was in it other than I think Everything. it was multiple rums, <laughs> yep, and yeah, it was good. <laughs> excuse
0: me yeah zombie cocktails are really good they're a staple of uh tiki bars but yeah they're usually have like two or three different types of rum in there it's good stuff nice
1: uh, how you guys been how's your week
2: <clears throat> finally got over the rona so that's nice i'm uh, able oh, to shit. actually talk and and do stuff again so that's right like coughing and laying in bed for hours at a time but uh Luckily we all made it through. I think Shannon and I were hit the hardest. Vivian, uh my youngest was you know a little tired and Sally breezed through it, like it didn't even affect her. So
3: oh, so Cell did get it?
2: Yeah, we all tested positive at one point uh, or another, but oh, she literally like coughed twice and then was <laughs> fine. Like, <laughs> like do they go do stuff now. I mean <laughs> She's like over it. Yeah,
1: we were the most worried about
2: her because of her asthma, but she literally like breezed through it. So
1: that's good. Yeah. I'm glad. i feel like an asshole like we just had the best time yesterday and drinks (laughs) and a bottle of water in san diego how are you doing andrew (laughs) that's fair i mean we've done
2: other stuff since like since we've all been feeling better we went out and saw uh thor uh two days ago and uh because we just had off work and stuff so that was fun and just kind of been lounging and Kind of using the excuse of, oh no, I can't do anything today. I'm getting over the Rona, so I just need to stay home and play video games all day. I really, I can't do chores or work or anything.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh darn, more Elder Scrolls. Oh wait, you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, Elden Ring. You, you beat Elden Ring, right? I did. I'm on my second playthrough now to get one of the special endings. So okay, yeah, yeah,
2: breezing through it now that I know like what to do and everything. It's so much faster. I'm on like the second to last boss already for like a week. So <laughs>
1: nice. I'm I'm nearing the end of cyberpunk. Well, I mean, I hit in the main storyline. I hit like, if you go on, if you sp- walk into this place, that's the point of no return. So now I'm going back and like hammering through all the rest of the side quests I haven't finished. And I'm looking at the guides online because I'm like, because I know there's multiple endings. I'm like, well, how do you get the really good one or the nice one or decent one? Uh, there's even like a secret ending, supposedly. Um, but it's like. <laughs> It's one of those. It's one of those games where, like, if you make every correct choice in this like crazy labyrinth of choices, then you'll maybe possibly get the ha- the mega happy ending. But yep, yep. yeah, yeah, Todd, how about you? What what you been up to?
0: Not much. Just playing same old shit I always play. Uh, I've been on a Rimworld kick again, so <clears throat> that's the game of choice for the last week or a week or so. <laughs> cool. Nothing, nothing new or exciting. Just waiting for. Uh, there's a major patch upcoming for Warhammer Total War Warhammer Three that I'm really excited for and waiting for. So I'm just kind of biding my time till that comes out.
1: Nice. Cool, cool.
0: Did you ever play the uh, the miniatures of that at all? No. Okay. In fact, I, I never got into Warhammer at all. <laughs> Um, because like Magic the Gathering was already expensive enough as it is. And then I see the guys over there painting or playing their their, their minis and they're like, yeah, this one cost me 30 what? $30 for a mini? Okay. Singular mini? Yeah, singular. Well (laughs) it was probably I think it was a steam tank at the time, so it was a huge one. Right. Hmm. But yeah, no. Warhammer, I I never even looked into Warhammer lore or anything at all until Total War Warhammer came out because I was a Total War fan. I had played Rome and I had played Medieval, and Medieval Two was probably one of the best games ever made of all time for the strategy genre, and uh, that I was a big fan of. So I had jumped into Warhammer because of Total War, not because it was Warhammer.
1: Okie doke. Wait, it's called or it's called Total War Warhammer?
0: Yes. That's so. Kind of- the-
1: the redundancy thing kind of like the lord of the rings rings of power
0: <laughs> well because total war is a, is a series of its own games so there's total war medieval there's total war uh rome there's total war napoleon there's total they're they're like known for making historical games uh, yeah. based on historical eras uh, this was the first time they branched out into sort of a fantasy genre so and uh Games Workshop is liberal with their license. They'll hand it out to anybody that wants to make a game of it. And uh yeah, they they made the first Warhammer, I want to say like eight, nine years ago now. And uh they had signed up for or they had leased it for three games. So this is the third and the final game in the trilogy. And this is sort of like the completing of the game, like almost the entire Warhammer fantasy world map is is now released. Like you have everything even almost down to like uh, the fantasy analogs of India and Japan and that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, and then obviously Warhammer is its own thing. There's actually like three different universes within Warhammer. There's 40K, which is the more popular one that most people know. There's Warhammer fantasy. And then there's also Warhammer End Times, which is just fantasy, but like in the future after the apocalypse has happened and all kinds of different things have changed from the fantasy world. Nice. Hmm. Um, Excuse me. Riveting stuff, I know. Yeah, super excited. That, um,
1: that was not making fun of your Warhammer stuff.
0: Right? I trust me, I am like zero into the Warhammer lore, so like I'm like at the bottom here. Like I, I'm Star Wars is up here. Warhammer is like all the way down here oh yeah it's great totally
1: riveting stuff Todd hey um, let's do the next podcast live from a hobby shop where we watch you paint figurines <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god that would be the worst because wow. <laughs> I'm a terrible artist too and I'm colorblind Jesus <laughs> uh, um, let's see yeah we've been playing <clears throat>
1: cyberpunk uh, haven't been watching any new stuff really our usual um, uh, we got into like superstore Light breezy, before bed show. Oh, um, I can't it's remember. If we, yeah, can't remember if we talked about it before. But Meg um, watched. Well, now we started both watching Summer Camp Island, which is kind of a, a very light cartoon, almost like Adventure Time ish. Um,
2: it sounds familiar. That was like back a little while ago, right?
1: Yeah. Well, it's been going for a few years. Uh, we mm-hmm. caught up now. There's there's five seasons.
3: I told Shannon about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty fun, like witches and monsters and stuff, all in like this, uh, witchy training summer camp or whatever. Um, oh, I think I'm
2: thinking of a different thing then that has. To oh, be, like, okay, but okay,
1: uh, yeah. but yeah, we're all cut up now. They they made a final season six, but it doesn't air until next year. Um, and then uh, dude, last
0: time did <clears> we talk <throat> about Miss Marvel? no because you hadn't seen the finale yet i hadn't finished or it yet. either you or andrew hadn't seen it
1: is everybody I've up?
2: Seen
0: the first episode but if you guys want to talk about it i'm not super
2: enthused just yet it seems like good and i've heard you know good things about it but i don't know there's so much
1: out there right now i don't know if i'll get to it anytime soon okay well there's um so the the main thing that i wanted to talk about i mean i i Really loved it. I I, it took me a little while to warm up to it too. Like the first episode or two was like, okay, this feels like the first uh, like MCU thing that was more geared towards the youngins, the the youths. Um, Yeah, I I, funny enough watched the first episode with both
2: the girls, so that might be something I try to you know get them into and watch along. They actually went and saw Thor with us, so they're they're big Thor fans after watching Ragnarok. So
1: slowly
2: ingratiating
1: them into the uh, the MCU. That's awesome. That's a good way to do it with the Thor stuff. Um, but no, Miss Marvel actually ended up being really good. Like that. They really focus, um, along the, her family who's Pakistani and a lot of the, it's kind of a historical education, of uh, cause I was only vaguely aware of the, the history, but I don't recall really being, um, getting in depth with it in like history class or anything, how, um, you know, India and Pakistan were were split up, and um, the whole they called the partition, which is basically when the the British, after controlling India for however long, they're kind of like okay, bye, and like left everything in shambles, and so it really leaving. gets into like the historical trauma of that and how that you know that continues to this day, and how they kind of honor that, and it, it, it's I I recommend sticking with it; it's good stuff okay yeah, um, that, go. yeah but as far as uh, the tail end and of course there's always teases for things to come mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so you you did see multiverse of madness right I did yes right we all did so we did get that again a tease of starting to get mutants and all those like Fox Marvel properties into the MCU the mm-hmm. you know uh, fantastic 4 and and um, Professor, X. Professor X, yeah, of course, who like, you know, immediately, <laughs> it, but but Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, but the fact that they brought him in and used that uh, the 90s X-Men cartoon theme, the little, the little very subtle as he rolls out there and mm-hmm. makes all the geeks freak out. They did that again. Spoilers Aww. at the end of Miss Marvel. There's a very tail end tease um, mm. after all the action is over, and it's kind of the the denouma of the piece with um, Kamala Khan hanging out with her friends um, and Perfect. kind of parting ways. Um, her best friend in the in the show, uh, Bruno, is the, the kid's name, the guy. Um, wait,
2: Bruno? We don't talk about him, Tony.
1: Yeah, we don't talk about him, yeah. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> uh but yeah, her her best buddy, who, of course, very Spider-Man esque is like her guy in the chair who's yeah. a science whiz and like can magically from his home laptop <clears throat> like test her DNA and shit. <laughs> That's the, that <laughs> was the You're biggest other inhuman and
2: mutagenic strains, apparently, right? He has like that, yeah.
1: that that was my biggest kind of like eh. with the show like he just he's another magical 15 year old who can do all this shit from his bedroom i'm like okay please. i mean
0: they do kind of explain it the fact that he's going to caltech caltech is basically mit on the west coast that's fair yeah
1: but yeah apparently well i mean apparently so there is a uh uh, one of the very end scenes in the final episode where he uh, er earlier in the show he he like tests her DNA somehow or something and is saying how she's related to these other people, how she is somehow triggering these powers. Um, at the end of the show, he realized that he's got some new data and he realizes like there's something very different about you in particular, like nothing that anybody else has seen. Something and he drops the word something mutation. mutated, a mutation. And you hear again, just <laughs> the riff, just the riff. All you hear is just the riff. The best part. That's all you need. And afterwards, uh, was after finishing the show and immediately I'm looking at uh, headlines and stuff. And uh, Kevin Feige <clears throat> was interviewed um, shortly after the, the end, the, the finale aired. And I guess he specifically <clears throat> requested that whole scene that scene that dropped the mutant drop and the music cue specifically so that's it they're clearly like he's he's dropping those little seeds yep or of yeah because
2: i think in the comics was she like an inhuman and they're going yeah. the mutant around this way instead to kind of ingratiate them <laughs> into that
0: view yeah, or- she was an inhuman and they're trying to because they've failed twice for <laughs> trying to introduce inhumans into the uh MCU. What are you talking uh, about? of kinda... the greatest Marvel show ever. Oh, <laughs> what? Four yeah, episodes, Agents, of Sh- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was the greatest Marvel uh, show ever. But, <laughs> so they tried to introduce it in Agents it of S.H.I.E.L.D. It. and they tried to introduce it in humans, and both yeah. times it kind of fizzled and failed.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so they dropped that key there. And then the another final tease for the MCU proper, the very, very end, <clears> tail end. <throat> is I believe they said it's actually a scene ripped straight out of the Marvels, which is, um, uh, basically, um, um Miss, uh, uh, Captain Marvel part two. Captain Marvel. I kept wanting to say Miss Marvel. Yeah. Captain Marvel part two is the Marvels. So, um, now I was a little confused there. Um, basically Andrew, I know you haven't seen it, but there's a moment in, uh, Kamala's bedroom where she has the, um, um, uh, the, the bangle um and it starts glowing like she's not trying to do anything but it somehow starts getting powered up and she's like what the hell and it like pff, like knocks her back into her closet as soon as she gets up she is <coughs> carol danvers she is it's,
0: she didn't <coughs> turn wonder. into they like they switched they switched
1: that's what i was wondering like did she accidentally like <coughs> they teleported and so she's off somewhere in space by accident or did she freaky friday like it's her mind in carol danvers body and you know the opposite. Now they switched
0: because carol danvers is looking around and she's looking at the memorabilia of herself she's like what the she has a look on her face of like what the hell am i doing here okay not just like
2: she's in the body she yeah is misplaced in space and time so. gotcha
1: okay yeah i was a little confused i had a friend who was saying she believed that it was that she actually shape-shifted by accident Because I guess in some of the Miss Marvel comics, she can't, that shapeshifting is one of her powers.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's it's definitely one of her powers, but she's, they, 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 they switched, they, they pulled a like flipped in space and time type thing. So hopefully Captain Marvel wasn't flying in the middle of space at the time they did that.
1: Gotcha. Oh yeah. All right. Um, in other, um, TV news that I, I mean, we haven't started watching them yet, but, um, primal season two mm-hmm. and harley quinn season two just, just came out season three just season started three. oh season three sorry yeah yeah uh both have now they're both shows are three episodes in on hbo max and they're releasing weekly but yeah we yeah, need to get started on those asap although now we're kind of like uh, i i Kind of, we're, we're, like I want to watch it now but I kind of just want to wait so I can binge it all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're, Shen so and I
2: we're just watching Harley Quinn earlier today cuz of that. So we're we're trying to get through the second season. We got a couple more and then we'll start on the third. Yeah, that's good. Probably ASAP, you know, just watch them now and then. yeah so. yep. yep. Um, have you guys heard of The Rehearsal starring Nathan Fielder?
1: The Rehearsal. nope The Rehearsal. No. What is that? You guys
2: know who Nathan Fielder is. I had a show Nathan for you back in the day on comedy central Mm-mm. so very kind of a uh, eclectic individual not very good with social situations so in in his previous show nathan for you kind of he went out and would kind of help businesses in these kind of absurd ways trying to get you know their their businesses going or improve their sales or what have you mm-hmm. like for instance uh, at a pizza restaurant it was you know they were uh He introduced the old school, if if our pizza's late, you get a pizza for free. But it was like this tiny one-inch little pizza that they'd bring with them and hand to them if it was late, instead of like a full-on, they still had to pay for their big pizza. Uh This is kind of a weird take on that, where basically he, I think, found people online who had either certain requests or wanted to do certain things. And to accomplish that, he goes through a whole rehearsal process of not only how he the those individuals want situations to play out, but every certain aspect of like if a question goes one way, we'll do it this. If a question goes another way with like a giant flow chart. And if you get a chance to watch the first episode, I don't know if you have HBO Go, but he even goes so far as to recreate in its like meticulous detail and entirety a whole bar and to fill it with extras so that one person can go through and rehearse how he's going to interact with one of his friends to reveal something to her. And it's just this borderline mind blowing, like crazy process of, of accomplishing this goal. And it's amazing. So if you get a chance, I think it's it's pretty phenomenal. The rehearsal, HBO you said? Yeah, HBO Max, uh-huh. Yeah, They're that. on, I think their third episode now. The first one was great. The second one was pretty good, but it ties into the third episode and I've heard it kind of really picks up from there. I, need, I still need to watch the third one, but just the whole idea of it is just so <laughs> intriguing that I, I really encourage you guys to check it out if you have the chance. All
1: right. All right. Um, let's see. I haven't really watched anything, any new movies lately. Just been doing our shows, but.
2: Did either of you ever happen to see? I know this came out a long time ago, but the unbearable weight of massive talent. That's on the list. That's still the have Nick Cage. not. Is, is it streaming oh, yet? God. You guys need to watch it. It is all the right. most meta Nick Cagey Cage movie. <laughs> I have. It's so good. Like it's
0: Nick all, Cagey Cage movie of all time.
2: I mean, yeah. if you like Nick Cage, like that, you don't get cagier than this. <laughs> I mean, him playing himself in a like. A movie about him being a movie star. It's so good. And yeah. you know, Pedro Pascal does a great job, of course, because he's Pedro Pascal. And it's yeah. just so good. I I'm glad we actually just finally bought it because we'd wanted to watch it. I'm so glad we did because now I can just watch it whenever I want.
1: Nice. He- All right. Yeah. See, it's it's streaming. Well, it's rental. You can get it on Prime for like four fifty.
2: You can rent it now? Okay, good. Yeah. It's it's so good. Uh-huh.
1: I wouldn't mind I, i'd pay the five bucks for that i that was definitely on our list and then i think we started getting sketchy about theaters again right about the same time so yeah exactly. yeah the, the only reason
0: out. why i haven't seen thor yet yeah
1: same here yeah thor Ugh. uh all right guys we have uh, if you didn't know this little this little gathering of people uh, happened this past week uh down in san diego about like comics and stuff Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really about the comics, right? It's really about the comics, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've tried to shoehorn Hollywood in there, but they're not getting away not, with it. Nope, not at our Comic Con. Not at all.
3: Wait, it's called Comic Con? Comic
1: Con, yeah. Are there two
0: Cs or it's three? It's Comic Con. There, there's Comic-Con. just a bunch of.
1: Comic Con.
0: Comic Con? <laughs> yeah, it's just a bunch of communists there
1: yeah it's a bunch of just a bunch of old-fashioned ruskies from the 80s <laughs> just ah. manifestos for days <laughs> uh so yes comic-con 2020 uh has come and gone um this was the first in person in three years right yeah had to have been and, yeah yeah uh <laughs> we had a few friends who went and megan i started to feel a little bit of the the fomo um Thank but you. it it yeah the no longer we're just like well number one even if we wanted to it probably would have been impossible to get tickets anyway like uh, i talked to some friends and they had uh holdover tickets from prior um but uh but yeah uh they did uh, at least uh, i heard it was nice that they enforced masks like 100 percent of the time and uh, from people we heard when we were there were like very vocal about it on the uh Overcom system too like if they caught people being relaxed about it they were they were getting on him so good yeah, yeah but yeah um many a franchise many a news uh todd i hear you like this thing called star trek uh, yeah why don't, you, why don't you give us a little bit uh, of the highlights from the uh star trek panel or panels i don't know if there's was, it was just one big like star trek universe panel where they brought yeah. everybody out or
0: so the bigger ones were we are uh, Frakes is directing episodes of Discovery and of Strange New Worlds.
1: Nice. He's already so done a few, hasn't
0: he? Yeah, he has. He's done a couple. Um, we're getting a crossover between, uh,
1: <clears throat> Strange New Worlds,
0: Strange New Worlds, and what the fuck is it called? Uh, Lower, Decks. Uh, Lower Decks. Lower Decks, yeah.
1: Which is hilarious because Lower Decks is the animated show. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the main guys, uh Boimler and um uh what's her name? I'm blanking I, right I now.
0: I can't I can't do yeah. names right now. The I captain. can't
1: do yeah. <laughs> Boimler and the captain's daughter, but yeah, played by uh uh Jack Quaid and um <clears throat> ta- Tawny Newsom, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Tawny uh Boimler so and, and uh and Mariner. That's right. Mariner. Mariner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're um, getting
0: that crossover.
1: Yeah, which and is great. Were- we know Jack Quaid from uh, The Boys and he's fantastic in that. And so now he gets to play his voice character and live action on Strange New Worlds. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Wait, so
0: but doesn't that aren't they in different time periods? They are. So they'll have to do timey-wimey stuff. Yeah, all kinds of different things going on. Okay. God, that means
2: that they can technically destroy two enterprises in that crossover. Then one yeah. in each time time
1: period. So that's fun. <laughs> I'm gl- I'm glad that this new era of Star Trek. Like, okay, so I don't know if you saw the headlines. There was I'm sure you did. Probably the news that uh, Shatner was there and he kind of shat. He kind of shatnered all over the new Trek stuff said like oh gene roddenberry would be like spinning in his grave and blah 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 and yeah.
0: he's he's right to an extent like he is right about that that gene roddenberry wouldn't support any of it but like gene roddenberry barely supported what they were doing on tng so mm-hmm. yeah he
1: had to be convinced to uh to have a bald captain <laughs> commanding the <Enterprise>. <laughs> <laughs> um So yeah but to his credit after the fact he he really um I actually read a, a article about that in the last few months about how like he he was uh, really against it in the beginning, but then afterwards, then he really championed and uh, Patrick Stewart.
0: And... Well, because he realized Patrick Stewart was a fucking national treasure. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I
1: like how. I mean, I know Discovery especially got called out of being like too overly serious and everything and too action-y, but I like how they do still um, have fun and inject fun into i mean strange new worlds of course they're having boatloads of fun but even when discovery first started those first couple seasons they were doing those little shorts in between and there was one with uh john benjamin who he like he accidentally set off like a, a tribbles outbreak did you ever see that short film
3: i don't think so oh my
1: god it it should still be available on on paramount plus you got to look that up either on paramount plus or it's got to be on youtube or online somewhere but it's- for sure. <laughs> um but yeah so yeah they they um announced a crossover they uh put out a trailer for lower deck season three hmm. um and, and they also teaser. got a teaser
0: for picard
1: picard season three yeah with uh looks at the uh the old enterprise gang the the next gen gang right looking all uh, amazing yeah looking all <clears throat> All uh, gray haired and grizzled and whorf looks dignified.
0: Awesome. Yeah, Worf oh. looks awesome. So two things to note. So Worf is wearing a captain's uniform. <clears So throat> he's still <throat> in Starfleet, but he's wearing a captain's uniform. Right. And Geordie is wearing a Admiral's uniform. Oh Geordie, nice.
1: Very nice.
2: Uh the third season is going to be the last season. Is that correct? Yes. That
0: that's right? the final season.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They they planned it that way to just do mm-hmm. one, two, three, which is cool.
0: That's good. That's good. So I
2: that storytelling where you have a, a beginning, middle, and end in mind.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So they have talked about possibly spinning it off further from Picard, either giving uh, Seven and. Oh, fuck, what's her name? The other oh, the other uh, chick. Rafi. Rafi. Seven and Rafi. They talked about giving Seven and Rafi a show. There's even rumors that there there is a chance that Jane could get her show cuz um Kate Mulgrew has been vocally stating that she's willing to come back and she did lend her voice for a Star Trek pro- Prodigy so yeah she's 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 actively involved with Star Trek st- again That's cool. so they might do a spin-off Admiral show
1: yeah um <clears throat> Patrick Stewart even kind of like half joking like joking not joking said that he would definitely be up for even more Picard Films, if if the opportunity came around, so
0: I could see him. I could see. I don't think. I don't think they would headline have him headline a film or anything, but I could definitely see him appearing in other properties again.
1: Yeah, just make him the Nick Fury. He just needs to pop in and look cool, and you know, yeah, be like yeah, I'm still around. Get <laughs> like, shit done. I'll make it so's. Yep. 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 <laughs> That's cool. Uh, wow! Can you hear any of that? No. Okay, there's some oh, kind of party joking. or somebody watching some sports or something. My neighbors are going crazy. <laughs> um, God, get your sports out of our nerd <laughs> podcast. Jeez. Probably a
3: birthday party or something.
1: Yeah, probably. Um, well, uh, back to Shatner. Actually, he was on a panel for the Masters of the Universe show. We got that. Uh, Andrew, did you ever end up watching Masters I never universe. got
2: around to it. I heard good stuff, but just never had the time or the opportunity.
1: Yeah. Masters of the universe, uh revelation uh, executive produced by uh, Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing uh, a second season uh, called revolution masters, of the universe, revolution. Um, they, they basically teased at the end. They, the, the first season tells a complete story. And I think they weren't even sure if they would be back for more. <clears throat> um, but it, was incredibly popular like it did great numbers on netflix and uh they did have a little tease of like i mean in typical master unit fash- fashion like skeletor will be back <laughs> um so uh william shatner was announced he's gonna join the cast in the season two they didn't say what role he's gonna be in but he'll be on there joining mark hamill as skeletor chris wood's he-man lena hetty as uh, evelyn
0: i don't know if they'll interact but i think this is the first time that shatner and hamill have worked together on a project oh really
1: yeah you might be right Cool. interesting yeah there was there was a moment in that uh trek panel too where um the moderator said uh, said something to shatner about like if he what could what would he want to say to address the fans of that other big franchise like basically star wars (coughs) and he just straight up was like fuck star wars uh, except, Mar- <laughs> except mark hamill we like mark hamill <laughs> anyway. um let's see what else uh, amazon's wheel of time show already got renewed for a season three okay yeah season two still in the works uh, there's no uh no trailer or teaser for that yet just like a quick little behind the scenes video and just showed a bunch of people walking in planes and stuff like it. <laughs> Maybe, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, pretty much. I'm sure like people from like fans of the books might be like, oh, that's that tower or that's that place. So that looked it. <laughs> that was just like cool. A bunch of people walking around. <laughs> but, but that's one I'm I mean, Barry like said before like we really fell in love with that show. That's a good one. Um,
0: we had the trailer for Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Dungeons
1: and Dragons, Honored and Thieves. I guess that
3: made a really big presence at Comic Con this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. Dungeons and Dragons is huge right now, so they want to capitalize. Yeah, they
1: did admit. Okay, first off, you saw the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Watching it and how they're doing that. basically everybody was like this has a very vox machina vibe to it (laughs) and they straight up addressed it at the at the show they're like yeah we we know you're here because of critical role (laughs) (laughs) like because of the success of that and vox machina and things like that that's how they were able to do this movie
0: that's Um, and that's the tone that it looks like they're setting they're setting the irreverent bard that's kind of doesn't know what the fuck he's doing but he's the impromptu leader that's like every yeah. fucking bard ever yeah
1: <laughs> three guardians of the galaxy like the fuck-ups who end up needing to save the world <laughs> yeah 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 Chris is, Fine. There's,
0: there's a ton of like in the trailer there is a ton of like easter eggs right. for like actual dungeons and dragons like the black dragon that flies over the battlefield instead of the typical fire that you'd normally see from a dragon, he's yeah. shooting. He spits. He spits acid down, and that's mm. straight out of Dungeons and Dragons. Like black dragons do acid, not fire.
2: Okay. I'm I never... gonna tie it all to the uh, Dungeons and Dragons from 2000. <laughs> that was really <released. laughs> is this gonna be a spiritual not.
1: successor? Maybe. Uh, well, apparently there was an Easter egg for. I, I mean, I, I never watched the. 80s cartoon show Mm -hmm. but i guess the the heroes from that show like the group make an appearance in that trailer
0: okay i didn't catch that but that's awesome yeah i did watch that show i loved that show (laughs) yeah
1: so chris pine i know chris pine hugh grant who's the big bad which is hilarious Um,
3: he's a good bad guy though
1: yeah yeah Uh, and michelle rodriguez uh and the rest of the cast were there uh for the panel uh it's funny to see chris pine with long hair (laughs) meg Meg pointed that out where we're watching it and i'm like huh but yeah it works oh and he also uh when he was asked about it he also confirmed he's still absolutely confused as to whether star trek 4 is going to happen or not (laughs) the jj abrams one the Because paramount announced earlier this year or late last year that oh yeah we're totally coming back with everybody and then the cast was like we are (laughs) so (laughs) he's news to us yeah he's not even sure what's going to happen with that but no oh and of course go ahead oh well in, in other big medieval fantasy news of course lord of the rings rings of power Mm -hmm. there was the teaser that came out a little while ago but now we got a big three minute long trailer we've
0: had a couple of trailers now but this was the longest trailer yeah
1: that you know the first teaser i saw i was like okay it's lord of the rings i'm mildly interested because you know i love the movies and stuff um but i'm already like well we're getting the DD thing we've already got wheel of time i'm totally invested in we're maybe this is a little
0: too much
1: high much, fantasy yeah too much medieval fantasy at once it's all starting to blend together like there was even a couple weeks ago there was a, a Netflix trailer for a teaser for Dragon Age uh, an animated film based in Dragon Age and I, I was watching it I love Dragon Age but as I was watching it I was just like generic medieval fantasy imagery no interesting story anything coming up whatever I don't know it's just I, it's I don't know maybe there's too much at once that said, though, that three-minute trailer kind of sold me. <laughs> it was pretty great. Um, again, this takes place all in the, the second age. So it's, it's right after Sauron is defeated the first time,
0: is it? No, it's it takes place in i believe the late first or pre-second age it's before uh, it's before Sauron is defeated it's when it's literally when he's crafting the rings when they're learning that he's evil
1: right 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 because then eventually he enslaves them all with the rings and all that stuff yeah. okay yeah got it um there's a little tease of a, a balrog in there which is cool and um uh, Oh, because it was on all the nerds' minds, the producers uh, confirmed at the panel that, yes, the dwarf women do in fact have beards. (laughs) 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 Since that tease in the in the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and uh, Howard Shore, the original composer of the um, of the music for the movies, he came back to compose the, the main theme to the show. Um, but then after that, uh, Bear McCurry is scoring the rest of the series. Um, if you're that nerdy to know who Bear McCurry is, he he did the score for Black Sales on Stars. He did Battlestar Galactica. He did The Walking Dead. He did that Masters of the Universe show, that amazing Masters of the Universe score. He's basically a metalhead who also loves scoring awesome TV shows and, and movies. So it's going to be good times.
2: <laughs> Sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah uh let's see what else what else if you guys have anything jump in feel free uh, you know mm-hmm. stop me from steamrolling over the whole thing
2: <laughs> i'm trying to think of all the stuff i saw myself i should have made a list yeah
1: i was uh, i was you know we were busy busy this week with stuff so i was like scrambling to watch all the trailers and everything i still haven't watched them all oh uh i saw the john wick one uh, today
0: we had john wick oh, yeah.
1: John Wick. We Poirot. also had
0: a shazam fury of the gods and a black adam trailer
1: Have not seen those yet. Uh, Eh.
0: Yeah, yeah, DC.
1: Okay. There was one of the uh, I forget who it was. One of the DC execs uh, flat out he confirmed like we're not continuing with any of the like Snyderverse um, content. Essentially, like there's.
0: So if if you've heard or if you've seen any of the leaks about the Flash movie, movie. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a feedback. Is yeah, me too. I'll mute my stuff real quick. Sorry. Hello. Go on. Okay. Yeah. So, if you've seen or have read any of the Flash uh, leaks for the the Flash movie coming up, because they've done a few test screenings, so a bunch of stuff is starting to leak out now. Yeah, it's pretty much the end of anything Snyderverse. Like the only character that's continuing over is. Well, that was continuing over was Ezra Miller, but now that that's up in the air, we don't know if that's gonna continue. Yeah. Um,
1: now, I wonder, will they bake it into the plot of the movie like, because it's pretty much like a flashpoint story or an iteration of that, you know, with the multiple Batmans and everything. So I wonder if they're gonna, bake it into the story why the Snyderverse no longer exists.
0: <laughs> well, I think they're pushing him into a different universe, and then he's just going to stay there. Yeah. So, I think that's what the, the plot is. Yeah,
1: makes sense. <laughs> this place is too dark and broody. I'm out of here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Need a little levity. That's why we're bringing in uh, uh, Christ, why can't Michael Keaton, for fuck's Michael sake. Keaton. Why can I not do names tonight?
1: Thou shalt not forget the Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of more uh, lighthearted stuff, I got a few uh, things in the animation world. Oh, um, we
0: had the uh, Marvel animation panel.
1: Marvel. Oh, shit. We'll, we'll get into all of that. Okay. <laughs> um, before we get into the beast of Marvel, um, uh, Avatar Studios, it's, you know, not James Cameron, not the Blue Cat people, uh Avatar the Last Airbender. Uh there was reported before, you know, they're back at Nickelodeon, the original creators making new properties and they announced there's three movies in the works. Uh and they announced the first one is going to continue the story of Aang and friends. So, fans of the OG show Avatar the Last Airbender and Aang that whole uh era of the world, they're going to continue on like to them as like adults basically. Um so that'd be cool. Because there's a huge, like, gap in between The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra. Like, it's literally set 70 years in the future. So, like, the whole freaking world has changed. So so they'll start filling in the blanks there, which is cool for Avatar fans.
2: They did that with some of the comics in the book. So if I'm not mistaken, right, they filled in a little bit in between these?
1: Yeah, I'm actually reading them right now. I'm reading the graphic novels. Um, there's a few of them. There's, like, I want to say five or six stories for um for uh ang's era uh, immediately picking up after the show ends and uh, and they've said it's all official canon as well um and when you read them it's cool it's, it's like watching an episode basically mm-hmm. um and they did the same for the legend of korra uh after the four seasons of that uh it picks up with like five or six big graphic novels okay um, but uh, yeah, I believe they said that those will remain canon while they continue building the rest of the world out. Um, so there's a lot going on there. Um, Mike Judge was at Comic-Con talking about Beavis some Butthead. <laughs> uh, did you guys watch uh, Do the Universe? No,
2: I need to. So bad. That's on my list of, of to watch as soon as possible. So
1: it's It's not bad. It's worth a watch, but they basically just like slapped a coat of paint on "Do America" on the old yeah. movie. Which that's what fun. I'm
3: anticipating.
2: You know, it's just more Beavis and Butthead, but that's like my adolescence. So yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: more I'm more excited for the new episodes because now they're it. The show is basically an excuse to kick off, or the movie is an excuse to kick off the new show, and they're doing a new whole season, and those start on August fourth. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, and they they put a few clips online. We watched uh, one. And, um, of course, people asked about King of the Hill still. And Mike Judge was still a bit cagey on it. He said, quote, King of the Hill has a very good chance of coming back. We'll so, probably
3: we see how Beavis and Butthead does.
1: Probably, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And also, uh, a, the, there was still a talk of a Daria spinoff, possibly. Uh, they were trying to kick that off a few years ago on Comedy Central. And then it just, like, disappeared. But he mentioned it, so it sounds like it's might still be in the cards but
2: was mike judge involved at all with daria i thought that was a whole nother besides her being on beavis and butthead i didn't think that that was really tied to him much
1: yeah i think he um probably
3: created the character yeah
1: yeah the character originated she was a classmate uh i remember that like the whole
2: the whole daria show seemed completely
1: yeah
2: losing butthead you know i
1: i think so yeah he wasn't really involved in it but Yeah. yeah i don't know who knows yeah um oh one more uh that Gremlins cartoon have you heard about that
2: Sounds familiar
1: so HBO Max they're doing uh, Gremlins Secrets of the Mogwai and um, it's actually taking the series back to the 1920s Shanghai so it's basically the old man from the shop who gives the uh, who gives Gizmo away or who's Gizmo's keeper originally Uh, It's him growing up and like discovering the mogwais and gremlins and stuff. Um, It sounds kind of fun. The clips of the animation they've shown so far, like I'm not sold on the art style to it, but it's got the big news was that they announced the whole cast. And it's, uh, I mean, a bunch of awesome, I mean, Sandra Oh, Randall Park, George Takei, Bowen Yang, uh, Ming-Na Wen, James Hong uh of course from the original bd wong uh and isaac wang who i'm not familiar with but i think he's a newcomer he's basically playing the young version of the the old man from the shot
0: so let's get um, every current asian actor in hollywood right now and put them in this movie that's pretty a good show like, but they well,
1: really talented so yeah 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 and i, I have zach,
0: no problem with any of it
1: yeah, yeah, yeah not at all i'll watch the crap out of it just for them and uh they announced that uh zach galligan who played billy uh his most buddy in the originals he's back too, or he's at least like guest cameoing in it or something yeah so that could be fun um let me see other let me get some other random stuff because once we get into marvel that's like Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's that's the whole show (laughs) um the walking dead universe so the walking dead was huge at comic-con this year because the show is wrapping up i mean at least the main show and mm-hmm. then followed by 5,000 spinoffs, but, <laughs> but they had a big like fan celebration, like on the outside, there was tons of props and costumes from the show. There was some of the like iconic zombies from the first seasons, like uh, big creepy wax figures of some of the characters, like a creepy wax Negan and Rick, who didn't look like Rick at all from the top <laughs> uh, and Daryl and Merle. you could like walk up and take pictures with and then actually greg nicotero and norman reedus were out there like hanging out with people and um taking pictures and stuff um but they had the big panel for the whole walking dead universe chris hardwick moderating of course because he does everything walking dead um a bunch of the cast was there for the new the anthology show the tales of the walking dead so terry cruz who uh, apparently, according to the reports of the panel, like within seconds, he had his shirt ripped off and he was doing his like muscles thing. <laughs> I mean, he's not Terry Crews if he doesn't. So. Exactly, yeah. Terry be-
3: Crews does what Terry Crews does. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: That'd be like if I go to see him and I don't see the peck
1: flex scene, I'm gonna be disappointed, honestly. Like yeah, that, that, would, that happen. That would be like Slash showing up somewhere without a guitar and top hat. That's, exactly. That just doesn't Ocone
3: not doing the nipple dance.
1: Yeah, nope. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I they, they released a teaser, so most of the cast was there, the headlining cast for the anthology show, because they announced and revealed the big uh trailer for it, and it looks super fun. They're saying, like, you don't really have to be like hardcore into the rest of the the main show and stuff because it's all these little like one off tales of all these people scattered throughout the apocalypse like after it's all gone down uh, before like right when it's happening so like right when rick weighs up and freaking zombies everywhere there's other people in other parts of the world there's some funny bits from an episode with parker posey and jillian bell <laughs> who like hate each other but they're trying to survive together <laughs> um terry cruz is like a doomsday prepper who's in his bunker and he's like like i told them like i told them the world was gonna end and they know that they didn't believe me so he's all that nuts um uh, so yeah yeah it looks fun um and um uh, they reminded everybody of course the spinoff shows the the one I'm most intrigued about is that uh, Isle of the Dead, which is going to be later next year, I think, because it's um, Maggie and Negan traveling together in like Manhattan. So I guess after all the shit goes down, whatever's going to happen in the finale, like Maggie and Negan, who are like mortal enemies. <laughs> but if you watched like the latest, if if you've been keeping up with the story they' they've got kind of like this tenuous, okay, I won't shoot you in the back if you don't shoot me in the back sort of thing because there's bigger fish there's to there's mutual
3: benefit to keep each other
1: alive yeah yeah but uh, but yeah they were talking up that and um uh lauren cohen and jeffrey dean morgan like did a little satellite video from the set because they're filming that right now um there's uh norman reedus was there and they're he's doing a spinoff with daryl that's going to be in europe um mm-hmm. And uh, Melissa McBride, who plays Carol, was supposed to join him on that. But I guess she bowed out for some reasons. I don't know. Um, But the big the main part of the big event was like uh, by the end of the panel, um, multiple when they did like Q&A's, people in the audience come up to the mic and ask questions and stuff. Multiple times people were asking, like, what happened with Andrew Lincoln? Like, were those uh, Rick movies still going to happen? They're going to be like a trilogy of movies, supposedly to wrap up his story or something. And. And Denai who was Michonne, like left the series a mm-hmm. couple seasons ago because then she was in Black Panther and doing her own thing and stuff. And um, surprise, of course, they both walk out at the end of the panel. Like uh Scott Gimple, the um he's basically like the chief officer of all things walking dead related, was there answering the questions and stuff. He's like, sorry, I can't answer that, but I know somebody who can. And so of course they walk out and the house explodes and um, and they announced sure,
3: comic con fashion
1: yeah mm-hmm. and so they announced together that um, they basically scrapped the plans for the movies and instead it's going to be another short series a limited series that wraps up their story together and brings their characters back together so and that's basically kind of like a grand finale for the whole universe and until they cook up 10 more spinoff ideas whatever <laughs> yeah okay um all right i think that's it for that. So the House of Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> there was I, a lot. Uh oh, to say the least. Yeah. Uh and Meg and I were talking about this after like uh, I showed her uh there was a I guess there were screenshots that people took of the big wall behind Kevin Feige of like a whole timeline of things to come projects to come. Mm-hmm. And it's, they it got shit set out for like at least three, three, four years in the future or something. And not only that, but every year is loaded more than it ever has been because they're simultaneously doing so many movies, so many shows. It's insane.
0: <laughs> they're doing on average, I think a movie, a quarter and a show, a quarter. So yeah. they have, like between three and four projects coming out a year.
1: Yeah. So. Okay. So first off, I mean, I guess we just go down the line. Um, We got a new trailer, uh, a full trailer for She-Hulk. And that's uh, that starts August 17th. Um, I'm actually more sold on it now. Uh, I heard that they they continued working on the CGI. It's still like clearly a big CGI character, but it looks a, a bit better now. Um, but a lot more of the interaction between uh, her and Bruce and him kind of like trying to train her to uh, get a hold of her powers and everything. Um, more of the comedy bits. We learn that she is, uh, she even after going through this change, she decides to continue being a lawyer and she's uh, tasked with uh, being the defense for Blonsky. Tim Roth back as the... Um, um the abomination <laughs> mm-hmm. um so they've got him all locked up and i guess she has she's forced she's like this is kind of a conflict of interest like she he tried to kill my cousin <laughs> like <laughs> multiple times and they're like oh that's fine <laughs> uh but yeah I, I the i was vibing with it this time the first quick teaser just felt a little too hokey and weird but
0: and the cg know. does look better this time
1: yeah yeah and the vibe of the show it looks like it's got a good like good comedic angle so we'll see yeah um
0: there's a couple of death by suit jokes in there so <laughs>
1: very much so yeah uh jamila jamil got the first look at her um her character um
2: enchantress or am i thinking of the wrong
1: uh no she's uh titania
2: titania thank you
1: yeah who's one of the main staple she-hulk villains in the comics um mm-hmm. but yeah um yeah yeah we'll see how that goes but yeah that's um so the next yeah that's the next property we're getting period is that show in august um that along with black panther wakanda forever
3: mm-hmm.
1: in theaters november 11th that will be the end of phase four <laughs> yeah phase Four. <laughs> Woo! yeah thank you neighbor um uh, So, yeah, that was that was also part of the big reveals is how everything's going to be structured from here. Um, So phase four, no real like big bads happening yet. And Meg was kind of asking me about that. Like, oh, there's really not anything like there's no new Thanos or anything they've hinted at uh, Kang, of course. Um, But I remembered like, yeah, it's kind of weird that there's no like big epic event at the end. But then again, you know, it took Avengers. Well, phases one two and three to get to the end big Thanos showdown so
0: well we still had the big Avengers team up for phase one
1: that's true and you know maybe that will be I mean Wakanda forever will kind of partially work that in because that is also going to introduce uh Ironheart Riri Williams Mm -hmm. um yeah and um and we saw yeah with the if you saw the the big trailer um, they are acknowledging that of course Chadwick Boseman is gone um, there's a great moment with uh, the the queen mother of Wakanda screaming how her, like her whole family is gone and like haven't I given enough and whatever um, and they're basically going to battle with Atlantis meanwhile right?
0: Shuri is standing there like am I not here
1: yeah that's what I kind of thought like <laughs> wait a minute Let's, <laughs> she's still around right which right after watching that trailer, uh, Meg was like, "Like, do you?" We were basically saying like they have to make her the new Black Panther. Like they hint at it. You just get a quick tease of somebody in the armor at the very end of the trailer, but that's the only logical choice, right? It's it's gonna be Shuri. Uh,
0: I don't think it will be. The, she's there's too much there's too much baggage with her, so. I I don't I honestly think they'll pick somebody else either somebody completely new somebody out of the multiverse or like uh the the leader of the the mountain tribe I think is probably the leading contender mm-hmm. M'Baku or I don't remember yeah M'baku, M'baku. yeah that would be cool he he did a good job yeah. and it, do- it does seem like the figure was a masculine figure at the end of the trailer they could be completely mis- misdirecting with that but yeah, it people. didn't look like a female figure.
2: Yeah. I don't know. That crouch had some cake in it, Todd.
1: So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> uh, um, but people are really digging uh the first looks at the uh at Atlanteans, right? And yeah, uh, so and they're Namor.
0: changing well, I mean they're still Atlanteans, but they're flavoring them as like a lost Aztec tribe. So that's what they look doing. right? Right. Like, yeah, rather than like a aesthetic. Mediterranean. Yeah
1: yeah yeah there was a lot of talk online about like yay representation because uh the guy playing namor uh Tenoch huerta i think yes not it right yeah uh yeah mexican actor and um uh, featured prominently in uh you know his whole uh atlantean armor and stuff so yeah that's cool
0: uh, okay all
1: right um uh, We should move a little quicker. We'll be here forever with all the Marvel (laughs) stuff alone. (laughs) Okay. One of the big
0: panels that they had was the uh, Marvel animation panel.
1: Yes, yes, yes. It
0: was uh, real good. It it gave us our first look at Spider-Man freshman year, which is a Spider-Man animated show. Confirmed, Charlie Cox is going to be in that with uh, his Daredevil voice.
1: Yeah, Daredevil is all up in the MCU. Oh, Um... yeah.
0: He's in fucking everything coming up.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was another tease at the end of the uh, the new She-Hulk trailer. Uh, you don't see his face, but you see him. Uh, just you see the black suit. You see the black suit. Yeah, and the uh, the chucks. Yeah. Because
2: they've so announced cool. the new show already with him in it, right? Besides that. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So yeah, let's uh, okay. Yeah, let's keep going down the line. So end of Phase Four, we got She-Hulk in August, Black Panther Wakanda Forever in November. That ends Phase Four. Starting next year, Phase Five. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. That's in February. And that kicks off Phase 5. we got everybody coming back um, and joining uh, Jonathan Majors as Kang. We first got a taste of uh, or He Who Remains. They didn't say Kang, I believe, in uh, Loki. Um, But we know he's... Did they say his name in
0: Loki? I think they they did. Um, He's like... I'm known as multiple other things in 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 other universes. Yeah. Like, a conqueror. Know, the conqueror the, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So they drop King
2: at least once. As yeah. Well. Okay.
1: Yeah. So they're still being cagey about it, of course, but um, the director um, did say that this is definitely a different version of Kang that you're meeting here in Ant-Man and the Wasp, and very well, might not even be the final version of him, not even his final form <laughs> that you see in the big event movie coming down the line, which we'll get to. Um, but yeah, yeah, and the director also said that this, uh, he's teasing that this, because of the presence of King, and I think also Modoc supposedly is mm-hmm. in it as well.
2: Yeah. Introduced, yeah, one of King's like advisors or something like that is what I. We'll yeah. see if it's... Uh, so what's... are you
0: telling me we're getting a live-action Modoc?
1: I believe
2: so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't Hopefully know if he... Oswald
2: will be in there just doing his thing.
1: Uh-huh. Blown up in the little holder or something. What's the, what's the acronym again? What is it? Mach-
0: machine, machine only... Designed only yeah. to kill or designed something like that. Designed only for killing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, but they did say this is going to be a departure from the first two films since... Uh, like the stakes are higher now you've got this like mega villain coming so i mean they didn't say that it's going to be less jokey as the first ones or whatever but i don't know but i mean i liked the first two ant-man films because they were the more kind of lighthearted, sort of heisty movies so i hope they don't steer too far away from that but i don't know we'll see hmm. yeah.
2: so modok is a mental slash mobile slash mechanized organism designed only for killing so there you go. <laughs> different first m's but organism designed only for killing there, you go. Yeah. Yep, yep.
1: there we go peyton reed that's the director of this yeah okay so ant-man and the wasp quantum mania kicks off phase five next year then we get tv show secret invasion
3: mm-hmm. which
1: was uh introduced at the panel by kobe Smolders, aunt robin agent aunt robin (laughs) Uh, (laughs) did she she talk at all about going to the mall (laughs) let's go to the mall today today (laughs) Uh, oh that would be the best treat if she just came out to like a marvel panel all in robin sparkles oh god (laughs) yeah but oh yeah so we're getting maria hill back we're getting um uh nick fury um i guess they showed a clip nick fury Nick Fury. Well, they they showed a clip there which hasn't come online yet. They haven't officially released it. I think it leaked for a little bit, then it of course gets taken down. Um, and it shows Nick Fury coming, like basically coming back from space after the last few years, and Maria being like, "I've been trying to reach you. Like, where the hell you been?" And we know from the end of uh uh Far From Home Mm -hmm. that he basically left the scrolls in charge. Uh, down on Earth while he was hanging out in space, like on vacation, I guess, or just doing go. doing space stuff. Uh, so yeah, I guess it'll kick carry on from there. Uh Ben Mendelson as the scroll general talos, he'll be back too. He's always a good character actor. Um uh, let's see who else, Olivia Coleman, Amelia Clark joining as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, so we'll get Khaleesi in space. <laughs> doing the secret invasion thing, uh, mm-hmm. springtime next year. Then finally guardians of the galaxy volume three next may. And they did release a, a little teaser trailer for the panel only. They haven't released it online per James Gunn because the visual effects aren't quite ready yet. So this as soon as they get the visuals down, they'll release it online. Uh, but I guess they did officially, uh, show Will Poulter in there as, um, mm-hmm. As a... Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock, thank you. Yeah. yeah. And, and
2: they I... announced this. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So this will be the final Guardians. So, this yeah. will be uh all the Guardians we're going to get.
1: Yeah. This is the the big Guardians finale, this iteration of them, anyway. Um, that reminds me, I didn't see on the schedule the the Christmas special, but that should, should still be coming the end of this year, I believe, right? Yeah, I think that's
0: for sure. Yeah. Because
1: yeah. that, you know, they made a big deal about that. Like, picking up the story before volume three kicks off. So yeah, hopefully that'll fill in the gap
2: too, between love and thunder. And then the third movie, cause uh, I don't know, spoiler alert, but they weren't in it as
1: much in that as I thought they would be.
2: So okay. uh, there you go. All
1: right. Yeah. Oh, I got to see that soon. <laughs> Maybe. Yep. Um, and they also made mention, James Gunn had mentioned it before, but the the big finale is very heavy on Rocket's story and filling out his, I guess you see like a baby version of him. So you get flashbacks of his beginnings and stuff. Um, and of course they've got to resolve, will they, won't they, Peter Quill and uh, Gamora, who is, you know, the earlier version from the timeline. So she never fallen fell in love with him. She's in in the clip that they showed, I guess, now she's with the Ravagers, So we'll see what happens there. Uh, And the rest in phase five, we got uh, the Echo spinoff from Hawkeye, which will be awesome, which again, Vincent D'Onofrio and Charlie Cox will return as Kingpin and Daredevil. (sighs) Fantastic. Uh, uh, Tom Hiddleston back, of course, in Loki season two. Both of those shows are coming summer next year. Then Ironheart, the character we're getting in introduced in Wakanda Forever, she'll have her own show fall next year, and then the WandaVision spinoff, starring the glorious Catherine Hahn as Agatha and yeah, Agatha Harkness in Coven of Chaos. Yep. Um, that'll be late next year in the winter. And 2024, my God. <laughs> 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 then we get ah. Oh, the main event for me, the main event. Daredevil, Born Again.
2: There you
1: go. 18 episode season starring Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio.
0: That's I... ridiculous. That's the longest show they've had. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, by
1: far. Absolutely.
0: That I. That makes me wonder if they're going to shorten the episodes to like 20 minute episodes or something. Yeah. Now, I'm wondering if
2: they're going to totally like retell his whole story. And go back and kind of not necessarily undo what Netflix did, but really tell their own version of it.
1: I would be worried about that because yeah. they, I mean, Deborah Ann Wool, amazing as Karen Page, like they can't just yeah. write off her story. Uh, I mean, they
0: I have just to bring her and Foggy back. Yeah, I they have so. to. Yeah, yeah, we need our
1: we need our avocados at law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy to not. I can't see that. I'm I'm hopeful because seeing how much that they are really tying together all the canon. Like, they're freaking bringing back X-Men 1997, for God's sake. Like, <laughs> there is no reason for them to get rid of, of Foggy and Karen. So, I don't know, We'll see. Yeah, and moving on from that, we've got the more Marvel films for Phase 5. We've got The Marvels uh, with Brie Larson back as Carol Danvers, uh, Iman Valani as Kamala Khan, a.k.a. Miss Marvel, and uh tayona paris who was uh i always forget her character's name from captain marvel her friend the pilot friend
2: oh um, who was
1: then who then got her powers in wanda vision mm-hmm. uh
0: no the- that's the daughter of the pilot friend that
1: got the, the daughter powers. i'm sorry yeah the daughter right yeah, yeah. anyway so miss the, uh, the marvels aka captain marvel part two come in july next year and then finally blade Yes. Uh, that starts shooting this october and is supposed to be here by next november all right and then
0: i hope, I hope we get oh. kit harrington cameo in it
1: yeah well yeah they had them yeah. uh meet up at the end of um uh,
0: eternals they set that up so
1: to yeah. not
2: capitalize on that would be kind of unfortunate
1: yeah,
0: not- well i mean based on the the reception of the eternals if they don't bring back any of the characters that wouldn't surprise me that's true
1: yeah it was uh fine yeah Yeah. he's fine that's (laughs) that that was yeah that's the official review of eternals it was fine uh but then definitely a marvel movie yeah but then another big one captain america new world order Anthony Mackey officially, uh, mm-hmm. Captain America, WCW versus NWO. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I'm you from. know
0: that reference. Oh
1: yeah. I played the shit out of that on N64. That dope
0: <laughs> back in the day.
1: Oh yeah. I wasn't into wrestling, but like I hung out with all my buddies were into wrestling. So therefore I, I have some wrestling DNA on me, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. Anthony Mackey officially, officially taking the role of Captain America and then, thunderbolts uh which will end which will end phase five
0: i've been saying we're gonna get a thunderbolts movie for fucking years Mm -hmm.
1: now in the original comics isn't it um it's general ross who organizes all of them
0: general ross and baron zemo
1: yeah which i mean his nickname is thunderbolt ross right or Mm -hmm. but sadly william hurt passed away um so, no more general Ross in the m c u however, they did set up his perfect replacement Val played by by the brilliant Julia Louis dreyfus oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so
2: idea, correct
1: yeah, so they already clearly um introduced her, planted the seed there for her uh so interestingly theme enough,
0: theme. the guy that uh played uh u s agent hmm uh says he hasn't been contacted for it yet. So as far as we know, he's not in it yet.
1: Yeah, US agent John Walker, what was his Wyatt Russell. Oh yeah, Kurt yeah. Russell's kid.
2: Kurt Russell's son.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh yeah, maybe they're pulling a uh they're doing like they're doing to the the JJ Abrams Star Trek cast. They're just <laughs> like, no, yeah, we're gonna do it <laughs> without even telling them they're gonna do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Just give me more Zemo because he's just always fun. And
2: he's more dancing.
1: We gotta see him just yeah. getting
2: the club. Dancing or
1: Zemo. You literally don't have to bring anybody else back. As long as <laughs> you have dancing Zemo and then you could bring in a bunch of newcomers. I don't care. Just more he, Zemo.
0: <laughs> he's the only likable Nazi. Yes. <laughs> uh
1: and then finally, so that ends phase five. How could there be more news after that? Well, but
3: wait there's wait, more.
1: there's more. Yeah. Because then phase six, that's where you're bringing in, you're bringing everything together. So number one, Fantastic Four, the Fantastic Four movie. They're going to try it again. Third time's (laughs) the charm. Third time's a charm. (laughs) And uh, that comes in theaters November 8th, 2024, hopefully. And then immediately after that, um, in 2025, Two big event films: very Infinity War and Endgame. Avengers: The Kang Dynasty nice. to be followed up. Uh, that's in May. To be followed up in November by Avengers: Secret
0: Wars. So. yes, they can do so fucking much with Secret Wars. Uh-huh. There's, they can. There's three different. There's three different Secret Wars like universes that they can pull from like i get there's mixed up all with... kinds of different things that they can pull in for this can what you give me secret a, wars? was with like doom right against doom or am i thinking yeah. ones, so right? that's the last that's the last secret wars the last secret wars okay. this happened and i i know this one fairly well because this is when i was really into collecting comics mm-hmm. um, and i have a giant box full of that storyline secret wars so what happens is Earth six one six and uh, a couple of the other Earths basically collide. They get destroyed through machinations of Illuminati and some other people. But what ends up happening is Doom, Doctor Doom, gets super like godlike powers and becomes God Emperor Doom. Mm-hmm. And he is literally the god of what's called Battle World, and that's all of the marvel properties like combined into their own little like states on this world like even marvel zombies is included because there's like there's the 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 game of thrones wall at the southern end of the continent and on the other side it's like marvel zombies uh other like post apocalyptic like marvel stuff like there's a thanos out there that just kills everything there's there's all kinds of stuff out there there's fucking dinosaurs out there there's like this there's a world that's like camelot that's got um i think america chavez is there and there's a bunch of uh like prissy like medieval style people or like superheroes dressed up as medieval style heroes Hmm.
1: um by the way a quick side note here um you reminded me in the animated world animated announcements we forgot to um make mention they announced a marvel zombies animated yes, show uh, a little animated series <laughs> spinning off from the what if episode they're basically like huh what happened after that episode ended
3: hmm. <laughs> what if
1: <laughs> yeah what if we just kept that episode going which by the way they also announced um well we already knew a season two of, of what if was coming And a season three they announced as well.
2: Oh they did season three too. Okay, I didn't hear about that. Awesome. They're gonna keep it going. Makes sense.
1: And that uh Spider-Man freshman year, they announced two seasons for that. So he's gonna get a freshman and a sophomore year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But sorry Todd, I interrupted you. So yeah, Secret Wars. (laughs)
0: There's just there's just so much that they could do for Secret Wars. They could they could change they could take everything in completely different directions they can completely reboot things just like how like spider-man like is a fresh slate at the end of the last movie yeah like the mcu could be at a fresh slate after secret wars depending on where they go with it
1: yeah well i mean the the doom element makes sense right after a fantastic four movie Mm
0: -hmm. and it's multiversal so that like we're ending the multiverse cycle so Mm. it makes sense that way too yeah yeah
1: Oh, yeah. They officially titled this next whole era the Multiverse Saga where we had the Infinity Saga. This is the Multiverse Saga. Mm. So that'll be the next $300 Blu-ray box set that you can get (laughs) in 2025.
0: (laughs) And it's a good way to end it because, I mean, there's a fuck ton that they could do.
1: It's just insane. And Meg and I were talking about this the other night, I think, right after we watched that Wakanda Forever trailer. We're just like, remember when our minds were blown just by the first avengers movie mm-hmm. that was like the end all be all like holy shit i can't believe they did this like it, yeah. insane and now good god <laughs> <laughs> uh. yep yep um oh and there was a little uh, a little trailer for the i am groot a collection oh. of mm-hmm. uh just five little uh original short films um little cg animated ones with baby Groot. so so set like you know when he's still like little seedling like right after guardians 2 basically um yeah i mean they, they just look like little cutesy family friendly shorts oh yeah. Um, yeah yeah i think that is everything in the marvel pipeline Man, that is nuts!
0: It's <laughs> a crazy amount of content in the next like three years.
1: Uh huh. And we will watch it all, mm-hmm. every single bit. Just spoon feed it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Here's something I didn't expect to see. Uh, it came out of left field. Heavy metal entertainment. The uh, creators of the heavy metal animated movie in 1981, I believe it was. And 2000? yeah, Heavy Metal magazine. Oh yeah, Heavy Metal 2000 also.
2: Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah.
1: So they basically they they had a uh, a panel at Comic Con, and they showed a little like concept teaser thing, but they effectively want to be the next Marvel,
3: <laughs>
1: and bring all of their like their original IP like short stories and stuff from the years and years of the magazine and everything, and bring it to life in live action. And animated shows and everything they want to create their own big universe or multiverse or something, a heady metal verse basically is what they're calling it. Um, yeah, they had a little like teaser reel with some little concept footage and uh, just some hot chick and something skimpy like swinging a sword, you know, (laughs) and then an animated version of her riding a dragon. So it's like that's heavy metal. (laughs) Like,
0: I'm I'm down, just yep. (laughs) <laughs> Give me hot people wearing no clothes w- wielding way too large of a weapon, yep. slaying monsters. uh-huh I'm good I'm in
1: yep we we enjoy that uh classy stuff here, getting off topic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll be interesting to see if they do it. Uh, there was that other uh that other comics company that like they made a big announcement like that a couple years ago they wanted to do all of their is it valiant comics valiant or something i forget but they they did a similar thing like oh we're gonna make our universe of stuff and then crickets a couple years later so <laughs> but i mean to be fair like last couple of years has been like covid so so many plans have you know gone to ruin so
0: well, i mean we've got the boys now we've got uh invincible so like alternative comic properties can work absolutely
1: yeah very true i mean honestly it's funny i was thinking about this the other day because a friend of mine was asking me about like the marvel comics oh that my friend that i was talking about uh, talking to about the end of miss marvel um because she was like highly recommending the miss marvel like comic run like even if you're not big on the other like marvel comics or stuff you should check this out and i was thinking about it, it's like really my history of comics i i haven't really historically done the big superhero ones like I have a few like Batman graphic novels um you know here and there but and we got like some of the Marvel zombie uh graphic novels but other than that I haven't really dove into because it's so massive like the 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 universe the universes plural of Marvel and DC it's like where do you even begin you know it's like yeah sure I could read a a one-off Graphic novel, uh, but even then, there's always characters coming in. I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm missing something here because I should know this guy, I should know that guy, and this is probably what people who are being introduced to all these shows and stuff now in Marvel now feel like. Oh, I need to re, I need to watch everything since 2008 Iron Man. God, that's a chore. Yeah, (laughs) but in the comics world, it's been going for how many 60, 70 years or something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's just, it's such a beast. Like I gravitate to the you know, the one-off alternative comics, you know, give me like a, a complete series that I can, you know, dive into from start to finish that maybe ran for five years or something. Like I'm there, give me that, you know, the why the last man or Transmetropolitan or, you know, things like that. But yeah. Hmm.
2: No, I get it. The last big thing I bought comics for was civil war back in what the early two thousands, I want to say. And yeah. that was such an undertaking of getting all the different, you know versions not only the main storyline but all the offshoots for all the characters which is awesome like it was cool but i have kind of like you mentioned Todd, this huge box that like i could never bring myself to do that even yeah. if the story was really cool i'll just go out and buy a trade something like that to get that story instead now yeah. buying mm-hmm. them all it's just so uh, what's the word uh, just- i think
0: I think, and Civil War was the one that really, really started the massive events, the crossovers. Like, they had always had 80s and 90s. They'd always have events and crossovers, but they never had, like, full property, like, everything crossed over. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I remember specifically the first two comics ever. Well, the first comic issue and the first graphic novel I ever bought. It was the first one was... uh, a random issue of daredevil which specifically was from frank miller's run uh daredevil the man without fear nice. and when i was a kid when i was like a little kid it was i forget where my mom used to shop for groceries it was Bonds or ralph's or something but they used to have a little rack like a little spinny rack oh, yeah. of comics like random comic issues right by the check stands and i saw the cover for this daredevil issue I think it was like, it wasn't even the number one from that run. It was like number three. So I was like entering mid story, but it just looked so cool. And it had like the shiny front and everything. I was just like, can't, I like, I begged her like to buy it for me and she <laughs> did. And that was the only comic that I ever actually bought and read on my own. And it was just cool. And it was Frank Miller's, so his super noirish Daredevil and everything. Um, and then I never even ended up finishing reading the rest of the run. I just I had that one issue for years and then like, high school time um my buddy justin convinced me like if you if you're gonna get into any comics at all like like read um uh oh god damn it now i'm blanking um, <laughs> my, i keep wanting to say civil war because we've been talking about it. Yeah. uh kingdom come
2: oh yeah the
1: big dc one with the big mm-hmm. three and you know uh, you know superman's retired and back on the farm and everything and and has to come mm-hmm. back and yeah and even then like it was so beautiful i want to go back and read it again i think i still have a copy but the artwork's beautiful the story's beautiful but i was always asking questions like who's this guy who's this guy who's this because there's like 500 characters in there i don't know <laughs> like well, to be i know, fair, I know superman one... i know batman i know wonder woman who are all these other people <laughs> yeah
2: i mean that one is amazing it's by uh, the the really wonderful artist who i don't know if he still does artwork but that one's not fair to really wonder about characters because i think so many characters were created just for that one you know all these future heroes that i don't think were ever done anything else with yeah after alex, that ross.
1: alex ross alex ross alex ross thank you yes yeah it was the, uh the um, <clears throat> artist uh mark wade did the story yeah yeah you
2: know like magog like you don't i don't think he ever existed anywhere else besides you know kingdom come that's what he's known for that's where you know, the, the, the hero that starts that chain reaction of, of getting rid of the old, bringing in the new, more, more killer guys.
1: Yeah. You know, all those guys are just in that story. Yeah. Damn. I just want to read a bunch of comics. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh God. Look at us talking about comics on the comic con episode. Jeez. (laughs)
3: Uh,
1: Oh, Todd, I got some good news for you. What you got? I I don't know if you saw this over in the world from IDW comics. They just uh, scored a new licensing deal. They are bringing back some Saturday morning cartoon favorites. You're getting Darkwing Duck Ooh. and Gargoyles. Nice. Ooh. Gargoyles specific.
0: I thought
3: Gargoyles was supposed to be coming back for a long time.
0: They've, they've, a lot of the voice actors have been trying to get the series uh, Renewed. rebooted Renewed. or re released yeah
1: um when i first saw this headline i i flipped because i thought oh my god it's happening but no sadly it's not a new animated show uh darkwing is getting a, a rebooted animated show um mm-hmm. so i'm assuming this will be a comic tie-in along with that um but that i think they did classify as a reboot uh the gargoyles comic however is a straight-up continuation from the original creator greg wiseman so he um I guess I forgot about this story, but it ran for three seasons, although he left or was let go or something like mid season three or or right before season three. So um, basically it wasn't his vision, the way the show ended up going. So he actually a ways back had a deal with uh, slave labor graphics. I believe it is SLG comics. Um, And they did a whole like season three run the way he wanted the story to go. So that, Kind of became the fan official canon for how the story continued, and now he's going to continue from where the story left off. But yeah, for Gargoyles fans, good times.
2: I'm glad to see the Darkwing Duck uh, really pushing for his reboot at the end of Chip and Dale. I think that really helped <laughs> a lot. Catch <laughs> around.
1: Yeah. I mean, we know, we all know what what the people really need. What the people absolutely want is ugly Sonic. Ugly Sonic. <laughs> The series, multiple movies. Well, he's got
3: his
1: own show, Uglier
2: Crime, or Ugly Sonic, Uglier Crime. <laughs> oh, God,
1: that movie was good. <laughs> 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 um, okay. Uh, unless you guys got anything else, I got a uh, last couple little random bits. Um. Oh, Meg, I got one for you that I actually saw randomly in my news today. Aww. Inspired by uh, the success of Top Gun Maverick, Reese Witherspoon announced she still wants to get Legally Blonde 3 happening.
3: Can't on the second one. No, no. <laughs> no, the first one's the good one.
1: Okay. She made me watch that like a couple months ago. <laughs> the first one yeah, is, is a solid, first good. It was good.
2: It's, it's all right. Solid. There's still some crazy plot holes in it, but you know, for what it is. Oh, how dare
1: a 2001 <laughs> comedy have plot holes? <laughs> 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 My
0: God. <sighs> uh.
1: <laughs> uh. Jeez. But yeah, yeah. Apparently, she's been trying to get that happening for a while. Uh, a couple years ago, she announced that Mindy Kaling and somebody else were on board, like writing a screenplay, and then like everything last couple of years, COVID changed a bunch of stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, oh, and then I think there was a merger cause that was under MGM, which now was bought out or merged, but I forget who, but yeah. But yeah, I guess, uh, inspired by uh, her love of Top Gun Maverick and how well they did with that. She was like, maybe we can get this going again. So, but there's no nothing official yet. Just high
0: hopes. <laughs> a so, uh, uh, little bit of news from one of my all-time favorite flicks mm-hmm. starship troopers is getting a 4k ultra hd steelbook release Ooh. with uh, new behind the scenes and extras
2: oh Ooh, are they gonna detail really that that, uh, that fully nude shower scene I hope? yes yeah.
0: just completely just like all 100 really? more dong
2: every working. angle i want to see all the dongs and all the cracks that's every when,
1: single one when every when every young young boy and girl of, of about our generation age had their awakening moment in oh, yeah. one way or the other or both <laughs> mm-hmm. do you guys know the backstory of that scene huh it
3: was all about the mummy
1: oh 100 oh, <laughs> yes that that's was, the
3: ultimate confusion right that, there that's sealed mm-hmm. the
1: deal right there <laughs> do
0: you guys there's the there's a meme there's a meme on the the, the cast of the mummy it's like my sexuality and it's just pictures of uh-huh. the cast of the mummy yeah, the yeah. entire <laughs> cast yeah. my yeah. sexual yes.
2: orientation is the cast of the 1996
0: movie
1: the mummy yes, yes. 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 Oh, no, 99, 99 99 thank you thank uh, 96 you. probably was starship troopers right 95 96 i think so yeah yeah
3: god i remember when that was like high tech
1: yeah. oh yeah um
3: like graphics, graphics yeah. and CG, man. Yep. That was the shit.
1: God, I want to watch this. 97 so long. 97. You guys, do you did guys know you, the story of the
3: channel on to, to any high number channel and Starship Troopers is somewhere on there? <laughs> it's, it's playing
1: somewhere.
0: <laughs> Along with Tremors.
3: It's after 10 o'clock. It's playing somewhere. Yep. <laughs> it's
0: a double feature with Demolition Man, right after.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> Our best.
1: Oh man. Oh, this is all movie junk food. This is this is. <laughs> oh. Feed me some more. Uh.
0: <laughs> you, were, you were trying oh. to s- say some trivia about it, Andrew?
2: Oh, just I don't know if you guys know, you know the backstory of that shower scene. Basically, the way that the director was able to get everyone to do it was he had to be fully nude himself. So <laughs> it was just a full, dong out scene <laughs> there, I'm sure. So, best. <laughs> yeah. Grill sausage party
1: going on. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, speaking of, well, you were talking
0: about that. Holy shit! Wait, sorry, one sec before just we go on. The one of the the sergeants in in uh, in the roughnecks was the fucking preacher from The Walking Dead. The preacher, uh, Seth Gilliam,
3: the one that loses his eye.
0: I think so. Yeah, he's Gabriel. Gabriel, he's in that wow yeah oh dang
2: oh yeah he was uh oh,
0: yeah. he was like one of the sergeants in, in the, the original roughnecks oh yeah. all,
1: all i remember is clancy brown
0: <laughs> yeah of Cause, course cause that's cause all you need <laughs> clancy uh, brown and denise richards were all we need in that film
1: absolutely yeah. oh wow i'll be damned yep that is a very young him yep <laughs> Uh, speaking of that steel book, that's, that's something that I didn't really check any coverage on. I didn't, I didn't really see the collectibles, uh, any Comic Con exclusives that caught your eye or anything. I think Star Wars had some new black series stuff for uh, The Mandalorian. Um, yeah,
0: I always ignore the exclusives because I know I'll never get them because I'll have to pay fucking 30, 30 or 300 times the price on uh, eBay if I want one. But true. I did notice that they had um, some more vox machina figures from uh from sideshow collectibles so nice. sideshows the ones that make the big like 12 to 14 inch ones and they yeah. did they're doing a line of vox machina they already had um vax and i think they did vax and vex both uh first but the the next one is keyleth and grog and grog is fucking awesome it's just him <laughs> doing this battle cry with his arms held out with a his giant fucking battle axe in his hand
1: yeah i'm looking at it right now
0: <laughs> i, I kind of want it i would like to rage
1: <laughs> that's badass so that's the problem as a as a nerdy adult what we really desire are all the ridiculous like high quality expensive ass things that we can't justify the cost for (laughs) Mm -hmm. like i'm an adult i have bills but i want it
0: (laughs) i I still like every year i always send in a suggestion to sideshow and and i've done this every year since i went to comic con like 10 fucking years ago Mm -hmm. I, i send them a suggestion give me a fucking full like, give me like a 14 inch high quality johnny five and i will pay you all of the money oh, <laughs> hell yes
1: you will take out a small personal loan just
3: for that
0: just yes i will
1: johnny five figure
0: now. Th- Refining none, of them, none of them exist
1: yeah nothing official because all that popped up was a bunch of etsy stuff <laughs> yeah there's
0: there's a few like on etsy that, that have made them but like all of the sellers are from like Fucking 15 years ago and haven't been active in forever. Yeah. There's no yeah. official figure. There was one toy from the 80s, I believe, mm-hmm. but that's like super rare and hard to find. Wow. And it was like cheap plasticky toy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Um, well,
1: last but not least for me, speaking of blasts from the past in the 80s, so I saw some. Very good news, near and dear to me. We talked about uh, the upcoming Predator prequel, Prey, which uh, is a Hulu exclusive. It comes out August 5th, I want to say. I think it's Friday. Next Friday, yeah. Um, But of course, like every time they announce a new Predator movie, I'm like, I'm going back to my bad boyfriend. That's that's hurt me so (laughs) many times before. I wanna ha- keep the faith though. Like please give me a good one. Give me a half decent one. That last one with um oh what's his face? The Shane Black directed directed one. It was it was decent until the third act, and usually like a lot of third acts, just go so off the rails, just ugh, I couldn't I-, I couldn't forgive it. But Collider.com hosted a screening of Prey at Comic-Con, uh, Predator sequel, or sorry, prequel set in the Comanche nation 300 years ago, like people speaking in Comanche, which is awesome. It's kind of groundbreaking and everything, but it, according to reports, blew everyone away. Nice. Now I had high hopes for this because Dan Trachtenberg, the director, did 10 Cloverfield Lane, which mm. if you saw that, Blew everybody fucking away it was his first feature film um and now he's doing prey the reports that came out of there i'm just gonna grab a few of the tweets really quick uh, first off they high praise for the the star amber mid-thunder um said she's amazing in literally every scene she's badass and the movie is bloody as hell um Let's see. The Collider screening of Prey movie could not have played better. Audience gave the cast and filmmakers a long-standing ovation after the film ended and kept clapping during the Q&A. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Love how the story is a deeply personal journey, one powered by Comanche tradition, just as much as it, by its uh, Predator sparked thrills. Uh, Prey is the most fun I've had with a Predator movie. Dan Trachtenberg makes this an almost non-stop action film, while for the first time in a Predator film for me, making us care about the pray <laughs> and damn amber mid thunder is such a badass and it just keeps going on and on and on like that like nothing but crazy over the top praise for this so awesome. yeah i'm excited <laughs> yeah uh yeah now i kind of wish they put it in theaters but i don't know maybe they didn't expect such a glowing response so who knows maybe they'll get a a limited release in theaters so in select theaters somewhere if the if the hulu numbers are great we'll see yeah mm-hmm. And Dan Dan Trachtenberg also, he does, um, he's just, if you see one of his films, he does amazing cinematography. It's kind of like when you see like a, you know, you're watching like an A24 film. It's mm-hmm. just got that higher quality level with all the the visuals and everything. Uh, I can't remember if we talked about this on the previous podcast, but Meg and I finally watched The Green Knight. Oh, Yeah yeah again like an a24 mm-hmm. one that, that's that was fantastic and like beautiful just, just like
2: beautifully cinematography yeah yeah
1: one of those movies where like every frame is a painting uh, yeah yeah good stuff but yeah oh oh that was good news for me pray the movie i'm i'm excited <laughs> yeah and uh that's all i got guys for comic-con unless you got anything <clears throat>
0: Only tiny bit that you missed that I'm surprised that you didn't mention. Um, official talks have begun for an animated series of the um, Bruce Campbell's...
1: Ash vs. Evil Dead.
0: Ash vs. Evil Dead.
1: I did see that. I
0: So, that Bruce...
1: Google, I must have lost that Google tab that I had open with my thousands of Google tabs I had open. <laughs> but yeah, the... Um, Sorry, did I interrupt you, Todd? Or?
0: No, no. there's literally no information other than official talks have begun uh, for an animated series.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was kind of talking and uh, I guess, well, he was, he was there promoting the the new film Evil Dead Rise, which of course is helmed by somebody else. I mean, he and, he and Sam Raimi are still uh, executive producing. They're somewhat involved and making sure that it uh, pays tribute to the rest of the, the Evil Dead franchise but for the most part it's just a really a standalone new movie that uh, goes from a cabin in the woods to now it's taking place in a an apartment high-rise where i believe it's uh, the main character is like a single mother who is in the middle of you know all hell breaking loose in this giant apartment building that she's trying to escape from so but yeah they promised it's like just like evil dead has always been like heavy on the blood like buckets and buckets of blood um what I don't know, what they haven't really said yet, is whether it's going to be more in that Ash uh, vein of like horror comedy, or if it's going to be more like that Evil Dead reboot they did a few years back, where it was just like hard, gruesome horror. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Yeah, uh, we have no idea the tone, the scope, or if it's a continu- continuation or sequel to the the TV show. But yeah, no, we'll see. it's coming yeah but and, yeah he,
1: he did while talking about that he touched on you know the the show they had great numbers in season one and they immediately got picked up for a season two but after that it kind of the audience dropped off and he he was kind of attributing to it to like you know stars wasn't really one of the big heavy hitters in streaming um and streaming like original ip or original content shows um i mean i think black sales did okay but uh but yeah, he was kind of like, he was saying, uh, you know, Hammond and hawing about like why, it, you know, it didn't do uh, better, but they, they had enough material for like at least four or five seasons. And then they um, at least told them that the, the stars at least told them that they weren't going to get renewed past a season three. And so with the end of season three, they had to wrap it up as best as they could, but at least it didn't like put it on like a, just an absolute cliffhanger that never gets resolved. So. Mm-hmm. So it is short but sweet. It's still amazing and every time I think of it I want to go back and rewatch it, but um I would love to see them continue it in like a comic form. That'd be great and bring back all the characters, but um but yeah, if they do um an animated show, he Bruce had commented on that in previous years because he's like like you guys got you got three movies out of me, you got three seasons of a show like my back hurts. I'm an old man. Like <laughs> he's like, you know, I, and he was like, yeah, I'm happy to keep doing the voice work because they came out with the new game, which uh, I think has been doing great. They, uh, they keep updating it with new like maps and stuff. Um, I haven't tried it out yet, but I'm curious about it. Um, yeah, we'll see.
0: And then one other little bit, um, it's near and dear to my heart as everybody fucking knows fallout. Yeah, we have the first so it's not official. It's just random people were walking by and saw, "Hey, that kind of looks like Fall- Fallout." "Hey, that is fucking Fallout." Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people had stumbled across the uh, sets they're doing for uh, the Fallout TV show. Nice. So they're all built up. Yeah. So they've the, they've been filming for the past month or so, but they have uh, some ex- exterior sets built practically rather than doing CG. Nice. And, of course, they used a perfectly post-apocalyptic world of New Jersey to film it.
2: (laughs) Probably just had to clean up New Jersey a little bit to make it, you know, yeah, but, you know,
1: yeah, fallout. That's fallout's a show you need. That's a that's a universe you need to be able to to feel to see and touch and have believable. You need to you need to Feel the, the gravel you're walking over and just mm. see the rust on the cars and buildings and robots and everything. Yeah. Uh, that's, a good one. that's another Amazon one, right? Yep. Nice. Yeah, Amazon
0: they... is going heavy into the video game properties, I think.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, they'll do good things with that. Oh my god, I forgot Walton Goggins is going to do that.
0: Yep. He's playing the lead and the lead is a... Uh, he's playing a ghoul.
1: Yeah nice and Kyle McLaughlin uh oh. Twin Peaks yeah um Showgirls at uh, what he had a bit role in the movie Showgirls Showgirls yes <laughs> yes. Uh, yes his ultimate hit yeah and, uh, Mr. Crazy. Mayor from uh from Portlandia of course <laughs> yeah and uh who is he on How I Met Your Mother again he's like the captain the captain yeah Yep. <laughs> <laughs> ah that'd be fun uh and we are spoiled with that. The geeks have truly inherited the earth.
2: Indeed. Mm-hmm. And then one other small thing. I don't know if this was announced at a uh, comic con or not. Did you guys ever see X? X, uh, yeah. anime. No, X the, don't give uh, it to you. the horror movie, uh, set in probably, I think like, I think it was the eighties. We saw it in theaters. It was good about, a. This uh, group of individuals going to a farm to film like a uh, an adult film, and then having to deal with the farm owner and the shenanigans of basically being murdered slash slaughtered slash what's going on without any spoilers. I
1: know? heard about it. Uh, guys on the, the mm. Who Goes There podcast were talking about it a while yeah. back. But did you see really it? Really enjoyable. I thought it was really good, and
2: apparently so good. In fact, they're doing a prequel titled Pearl uh, for for that so uh x was really enjoyable if you get a chance um, all right really good movie and i'm really like this looks really interesting as well the the same character coming back to play her role as one of the you know as it is a prequel one of the younger versions
1: of a character in
2: there so looks like it could be really interesting
1: nice i am adding that to the list mm-hmm. yeah, megan and i like our horror stuff
2: um, and just just enough nudity to really work uh, in a in a slasher as well as it should be. So
0: you, you have to have some just we'll, yeah.
1: Yeah. blood, breasts, and beasts. That's what you need.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, all right, guys. That should be the title of the podcast. <laughs>
1: blood, <laughs> breasts, and beasts. I stole that from. That's from the last drive-in with uh, Joe Bob Briggs. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, We just just finally started Get Back in it. We've been watching so much other stuff. Um, We're finally catching up with their season now. They're season five, I
3: think.
1: Yeah. Uh, But yeah, we got a ways to go. They're just such long episodes that we have to start it early in the day because, oh my God, you got a Hellfire Club shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
0: I don't know what just made me think of that, but yeah, I just picked this up. (laughs)
1: That's rad. Very cool. Uh, I want one. I know it's like the, it's the trendy thing to do right now, but I, I, I want one.
2: (laughs) Still, Eddie, you beautiful bastard taken too soon.
1: Uh, indeed. RIP. Oh my God. I, okay. I feel like we've had an an extra hour of last thing.
0: (laughs) We're we're doing Uh, the return of the King right now. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I promise you. Yeah. Um, the Hobbit's going to go away with the elves in a hot second. (laughs) But no, we should, even though it's sad and sad to, you know, end the podcast on a downer. But I mean, a celebration because this guy was a a legend in sci-fi and film in general. Uh, David Warner. uh, He was the master control program from Tron uh, 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 Dillinger. He was in The Omen. He was in. I, I first knew him as a young lad watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the U's. He was the friendly scientist who befriends the turtles and helps them. Wow, um, yeah, that's a deep
2: cut. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, he played multiple roles in Trek. Uh, I think he he was he was a Klingon general or chancellor or something in in five or six. I forget shit.
0: I'm he was the right the uh, the the guy with the, the eye patch.
1: Yeah, um, it just he's. Uh, Cinema legend, David Warner, uh, passed away uh, this past uh, week, Uh, 80 years old, appeared in more than 200 plays, films, TV, successful career spanning six decades. So, uh, so raise a glass to David Warner. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, that is literally all I have. I'm not touching any more news. We're going to have a five hour (laughs) podcast. (laughs) All right. That was a good one. Comic cons exactly. always Comic cons always bring uh, the good stuff. Man. All right, guys. Well, we'll catch you next time. Uh, probably by next time, will She Hulk have started? I believe or... so. Yeah. We'll see. Well, uh, well, I'll catch you. Well, I'll catch you tomorrow. Actually, with some important D and Ding to do.
2: Absolutely, mm-hmm. got to fight through the rest of that dungeon that yeah, that cellar we crawled into. So. Sweet.
1: oh yeah I feel, like, I feel like we're all about to die
2: <laughs> we'll see how uh, magnanimous uh, Todd is in, in allowing us to because I think he was taking a little bit easy on us right there so yeah. we'll see how lucky I, I in, did uh, some
0: rolls to see what, would, what how many additional folks you'd have and uh, to see if anybody had heard your barbarian screaming as he chopped off the head of somebody <laughs> nice Uh,
1: all right right, guys thank you for joining this is tony this is todd Uh, i was andrew sort of meg (laughs) (laughs) just playing animal crossing through this whole podcast there
0: you go hey what's wrong with that
1: there's nothing wrong with it what are you doing right now
0: i'm trying to catch bugs
1: trying to catch bugs
2: (laughs) gotta fill up that uh that museum i get it word all right later guys good night